Stephanie Albertelli, and this is The Week in Doubt, a podcast for atheists, agnostics, and whoever. And this is episode 91. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash The Week in Doubt. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Before we get started, I'd like to give a very special shout-out to Haley. Your husband, John, contacted me, and he let me know how proud he is of you for asking the tough questions. Now, I've talked to John before. We've conversed once or twice via the show's Facebook page. He recently got in touch again, and the message he sent me was very well written and very moving. He explained to me how, when he and his wife first met, they were both practicing Christians, although John was wrestling with some growing doubts. Eventually, he came to identify as an atheist. Um, I hope that's fair to say. I know people can be picky about labels. I kind of am. After mustering the courage, John finally confessed his unbelief to his wife-to-be, Haley. Uh, Well, maybe confessed has kind of a strange connotation, Uh, like it's something to feel uh, sorry about. But anyway, uh, despite still being a practicing Christian, Haley knew John was still the guy for her. Uh, They're now married, and Haley, too, finds herself wrestling with the big questions. John told me that she's an intelligent young woman with an affinity for critical thinking, and she finds herself in kind of a tough spot. On the one hand, her reason is telling her to question or re-examine her faith, but on the other hand, they live in a heavily Christian area and face a lot of societal pressure from friends and family that makes being outwardly skeptical of religion a daunting proposition. Uh, despite all of this, Haley, like John, has come to the conclusion that it's better to be honest and inquisitive than fearful and self-deceiving. I hope I'm not putting words in your mouths. Um, just seems to me that was kind of the gist of things. And that brings up a pet peeve of mine, this idea that faith is inherently noble and that it's somehow wicked to dare to question or think for yourself. Um, This is kind of a hackneyed point, but if there is a God, wouldn't he want you to think for yourself to use the brain he, she, or it gave you uh, rather than blindly or fearfully adhering to dogma and superstition? Food for thought. Um, But I was definitely touched by John's message, and I know from personal experience what it's like to wrestle with life's big existential questions and what it's like to wrestle with the quote-unquote loss of God. And I think one thing that we who are raised religious have to deal with that perhaps non-believers who are raised in secular homes don't is a Um, a real sense of guilt. When you're raised from an early age, uh, indoctrinated from an early age even, into a belief system, and then when you start to get older and you start to question or move away from that belief system, there can be a sense of guilt, a sense that you're betraying your faith or family. And even though you might no longer believe in God, there might still be the irrational feeling that you're turning your back on him, uh, or at least turning your back on the man-made notion of God you were taught to believe in. Oh, I'd like to add that uh, if you're a believer, you might be thinking, well, maybe you feel like you're turning your back on God because you have, and there really is a God. But I would say, uh, I would remind you that that feeling of guilt is also something experienced by um 
cult survivors or, you know, people who leave cults, no matter how BS the belief system was, because they were indoctrinated at such an early age and it's become such a part of them, they do feel a sense of guilt uh, when they leave, probably just as much as a Christian might when their reason leads them away from the faith they were uh, raised with or raised in, rather. Uh, So once again, it's not easy. And um, John and Haley, I applaud your courage and your willingness to ask the big questions and to seek the truth for yourselves, despite whatever inner or outer turmoil it may cause you. Um, And you know, in a way, it's I think it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't, no pun intended um, situations. If you try to remain religious, even though you no longer really believe, um, you can end up feeling trapped in a lie, feeling mired in self-deception or hypocrisy. And on the other hand, if you abandon your faith, and especially if you become an outspoken free thinker or non-believer, you can feel as though you're going against the grain or being judged by society as hubristic or being some kind of doubting Thomas or godless heathen. Um, But at least in the latter instance, you're being true to yourself and your sense of reason, whether that reason in the end should be God-given or merely a byproduct of evolution. Um, So to reiterate, I don't think that faith is inherently noble, but I think that a hunger for truth and reason is. Um, Well, moving on, I think I have time for a news story or two. Um, This one dates back to December 30th. I found it via the HuffPost religion, and it's written by Alana Horowitz. Um, It's entitled, Pope Francis Shocked by Gay Adoption Bill. And uh, I'll read a bit from it now. Pope Francis reportedly was shocked by a bill that would allow gay couples to adopt children in Malta. Maltese Bishop Charles... Cicluna? Um, okay, we'll go with Cicluna, I guess. Told the Times of Malta that he spoke with Pope Francis about the bill, and the Pope encouraged him to speak out against it. The Holy See's reaction may come as a surprise to those who have viewed him as progressive on gay rights. LGBT magazine, The Advocate, even named him their person of the year, citing his comments about homosexuals. Who am I to judge a gay person of goodwill who seeks the Lord, he told reporters in Italy in July. Despite his July comments, the Pope has a long history of being against gay rights. He has come out strongly opposed to same-sex marriage and called it a quote-unquote destructive attack on God's plan. Lawmakers in Malta introduced a bill this fall to allow civil unions and same-sex adoptions. The legislature is expected to continue debating the proposal law, uh, the proposed law, sorry, in the new year. Um, this comes as no surprise to me. I, I think socially progressive individuals, whom I count myself among, were really excited that the Pope seemed to be um, this breath of fresh air, this guy who was really socially enlightened and pro-gay rights. But as the story states, the Pope has a history of taking anti-gay stances. That sounded weird. Anti-gay stances. Reminds me of that weird Republican bathroom scandal with the politician who claimed to have a a wide stance. Larry Craig, was that his name? I forget. Anyway, what do uh, you you expect? He's the Pope after all. I don't think that's an excuse to be anti-gay, but it's not a surprise either. The church has all these centuries-old thou shants and cants regarding sex. I thought it was somewhat naive to think that the Pope was some great friend of the LGBT community. Uh, He might be an improvement 
and uh, he's made some encouraging comments. But once again, he has a history of statements that are opposed to the goals of the gay community, such as his uh, recent stance against gay adoption, or his supposed stance against gay adoption, as um, aforementioned in this article. I was going to make some Bill Maher-esque comment about how can people who wear such fabulous costumes be anti-gay, referring to the rings and robes, etc. But I won't. But perhaps I just did. Uh, uh, I knew there was another story I wanted to do. It involves the infamous pastor John Hagee. And I don't have the credits for this one, but I copied it word for word here. This might also be from HuffPost Religion. Texas pastor John Hagee tells atheists to get on a plane, leave the country. In a sermon on Sunday, Texas megachurch pastor John Hagee advised atheists and humanists to, quote unquote, take your Walkman and stuff it into your ears. Walkman? Ah, jeez. Or just leave the country if they don't like hearing Merry Christmas or carols like Joy to the World, according to a video of Haggy's speech hosted on Right Wing Watch. Here's another quote from Haggy. Planes are leaving every hour on the hour. Get on one, Haggy added, speaking from his cornerstone church in San Antonio. Actually, why don't I play the clip? Perhaps redundant, but it will give you a chance to hear him in his own words. To all humanists and atheists listening to this telecast, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness will not be in danger in any way if someone says Merry Christmas around you. Someone will argue, well, it's a Christian prayer. Yes, it is. And this is the United States of America that was founded by Christians on Christian principles according to the Word of God. Contrary to what some people are saying in Washington, we are still one nation under God. And then the humanists argue, argue, well, what about the atheists? And my response is, what about them? No one is asking you to be baptized in the sight of a manger. No one is going to pass the collection plate if you go by a manger. If you pass a manger scene and someone is singing joy to the world, you can take your Walkman and stuff it into your ears, or you can call your lawyer, or you can just exercise your right to leave the country. Planes are leaving every hour on the hour. Get on one. All right. Well, I think that ominous music at the end was... Uh, from Right Wing Watch. That wasn't me. Walkman, though. Does Sony even still make Walkmans? I bet they do make some kind of weird Walkman still. So you guys know me. If you've been listening to the show for a while, despite being a non-believer, I love Christmas, Christmas music. I like when people say Merry Christmas to me. Uh, Well, I should revise that last statement or part of it. I love Christmas music, but tasteful Christmas music. I like like Victorian carols, medieval Christmas music, that type of thing. Not the uh, like Mariah Carey crap. But anyway, um, uh, you get yada yada. I love Christmas, uh, Christmas music. I like when people say uh, Merry Christmas to me. Uh, that might be the only second time in my life I've ever said yada yada yada, other than uh, quoting Seinfeld. But telling people they should leave the country because they disagree about Christmas... 
I think someone needs to inform or remind Pastor Hagee that a good deal of the Founding Fathers were deists, meaning they had a relatively enlightened view of God in the universe, for the time that is. They believed in God as a kind of divine watchmaker who set everything in motion but didn't directly intervene. They weren't fanatical or superstitious. Um, Jefferson even put together his own version of the Bible, appropriately referred to as the Jefferson Bible. Uh, it was a somewhat small volume because he gutted out most of the miracles and supernatural elements. And Thomas Paine, a hero of the likes of Glenn Beck and the Tea Party, was essentially an atheist and was an outspoken critic of Christianity. So maybe Hagee and all those people clapping should leave the country. Um, but anyway... I think that will just about bring this week's episode to an end. But I did want to mention, this is like the third week I've forgotten, the show is on Stitcher now, too. And if you don't know what Stitcher is, I guess it's what's referred to as a podcatcher. It's just a software or an app that gathers, for the most part, all your favorite podcasts in one place. So it's kind of like using an alternative to... Um, you know, iTunes to access all um, your different podcasts. And now I've become kind of a Stitcher junkie. It's it's uh, very similar to using um, the iTunes podcast app, but it's it's new to me, so it's kind of more exciting or, or fun for the time being. And uh, you can make uh, podcast playlists that contain episodes from all your favorite podcasts. So I have like... C-Web, The Young Turks, uh, me, um, The Majority Report, um, Mark Marin, uh, just a, a bunch of different podcasts all in one place. I even have uh, Bill, Bill O'Reilly's podcast on there just so I can keep a pulse on uh, what the right wing might be saying. But come on, Bill. He only gives you like uh, uh, literally like under two minutes um, each episode. But i become neurotic about it, no surprise, and I've been uh, checking my stats regularly, and I'm trying to get the um, number of hits up. So if um, you're not already a Stitcher user, maybe you can download the Stitcher app to your iPhone or iPad uh, or listen online and uh, add the weekend out. All right. Now all the usual plugs. You can like the show on Facebook. You can follow the show on Twitter at The Weekend Out, and I'll spare you my usual what's wrong with the people on Twitter rant that I usually get into about why are people so finicky and quick to unfollow or whatever. Uh, poor me, break out the violins. You can visit the Weekend Out YouTube channel and check out some of the video uploads. Nothing too fancy. A lot of it is either other videos that I found that I've liked that I shared, or it's episodes of the podcast you may have already heard, but I've added some uh, visuals to them. Uh, you can rate the show or subscribe through iTunes. You can go to Podbean and check out the archives. And also, if you want to donate to the show's upkeep, I always feel like a charlatan when I do this. I feel like I'm in a... Um, parking garage doorway with a styrofoam cup but if you want to contribute to the show's upkeep you can donate via the uh, podbean page also in a way you know i feel guilty about it but i guess in a way why not there's people who get paid thousands if not millions a year 
to uh, give their opinion on the radio or to host broadcasts. And I'm doing this for the love of it because I feel passionate about it. Eh, so if someone wants to throw me a dollar or two, I guess maybe I shouldn't feel guilty. But it's up to you, so whatever. Um, so I think that covers uh, everything. So once again, this has been The Week in Doubt. And until next time, thank you. Thank you.